My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everybody. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, and today, Jonathan, we're going to talk about believing in yourself. Now, I know we talk about this a lot. It comes up in almost every episode <laughs> in some form, right? Yeah. It does in some form. But today, I want to find a really creative way to get into it because it's something I experienced throughout my childhood, not just believing in myself, but having to believe in myself because of some elements and some instances that would happen. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, can we dive into it? Absolutely. Going back to the 1970s when I was in grade school, one thing that kept on happening over and over again is that my teachers mistook my disability for meaning I wasn't intelligent. Yeah. You know, and I know you have dealt with this because we've talked about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, right? it's, it's really it's really quite ridiculous to to uh, assume one thing from the other. Yeah, because really, intelligence has nothing to do with disability. I mean, look at Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or or look at or look at you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so here's what would wind up happening: they would put me in in fourth grade. They put me in remedial English. Okay. And I'd go home to my mom and dad, and I'd be like, "Why am I re- Why am I in remedial English?" And they would just say, "Well, son." Your teachers know best. And I'm like, yeah, but writing and reading is like my strong suit. Right. That's what yeah. I actually know how to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I mean, I write short stories all day long, and, and I love making stories up. Writing and reading is my thing. I know, yeah. I, and it's hilarious to even think, think that you would be in that, you know, knowing where you're at now, you know? Yeah, and it's funny, and, and I'm I loved my teachers. I was never a mean kid. I never really got I never got suspended, and being having detention was just because I used to talk in class. And obviously, we do a podcast now, so I love talking, <laughs> right? Yeah. So so I was a pretty good kid. I was not a troublemaker at all. Yeah. But but when I was in fourth grade, the teacher said we think he should be in remedial English, and they put me there, and. And then the reverse happened. My grades started to suffer because I was so damn bored. Yeah, yeah, I, you know? I, yeah, totally. And, and they're like, well, if you didn't need to be in remedial English, then you'd be getting straight A's. And I'm like, are you kidding? I'm sleeping in class. This stuff is so easy. It's ridiculous to me how easy it is. And I'm daydreaming and I'm not caring what I'm learning because it's so boring to me. Yeah, yeah, right? yep. So what my parents decided is they said they wanted to hire my fourth grade teacher to teach me after school, right? Yeah. And, and I remember her name was Mrs. Barber, and she was a great person, a very nice woman. I have no, nothing ill to say about her, no ill will. But after school, I'd walk to her house with her, and she'd give me a dictionary, and she'd be like, look up cylinder. And I'm like, all right. So I'd look it up, and she'd be like, okay. Look up bicycle. So I looked that up. That's what we did for like 45 to 50 minutes, man. Every (laughs) like three or four days a week. That's all we did. Right. So then I'd come home a little pissed because Pat and Darren and all my other friends were just playing, you know. And then my mom and dad are like, how'd you do on your, 
your research today? And I said, well, I got 100, just like I get 100 every day. And they're like, Hamad, she's teaching you so much. I'm like, are you kidding me? She, she sits and watches TV and eats crackers and yells, not yells at me, but yells to me, hey, look up this word. Hey, look up this word. Right? <laughs> so this happened the whole year in fourth grade. Oh, man. The, the whole, whole year? The whole year. So I'm like, Mom, you're taking overtime to pay for a teacher that I don't need. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Right? But then they still to this day claim I needed it because my, every time the report was he's doing a great job. He, right? Yeah. But of course, he's doing a great job. Any fourth grader should be able to look up a word in a dictionary. It's right. not that hard. <laughs> right. Right? So would, would she have you like read the definition grade. or anything? Or she would just say, oh, look up this. And you'd, if you'd yeah. find... Yeah, 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 yeah. She'd have me write down the definition. I was learning words, but I didn't get why that was that big of a deal, right? Yeah. So after that, I slide through fifth grade without needing any help. I slide through sixth grade without needing any help. Then I get to junior high school, seventh grade, right? Yeah. And when I, when I get into seventh grade, I was ri- driving in the car uh, with my mom and a thing came on the radio about a company called the Evans Learning Center. Okay. And here was my pattern in school, Jonathan, just to let the, the listeners know. I would get C's and C minuses until the teacher told me that I wasn't going to pass the class. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I'd get between an 85 and a 95 for the remaining part of the year. Right? So... I rem- and that happened more than once. Like, I'd have a D-plus in the class, and the teacher would tell my parents, he's not going to move on to the next year. He's got a D. And so I'd be like, Mom and Dad, don't worry. I'll focus. And then I'd focus for 10 weeks and get, like, a 92% in those 10 weeks. Yeah. And my overall grade would go from a D to, like, a C-plus or a B-minus. Yeah. That's I, how I, that's I, how I was. I was, right? I was the same way. I, I, I always tested the waters to be like, figure out where the sweet spot was just to get by. (laughs) And and you know, you know, it's crazy. I'll tell you this. I remember this. I met one of my friend's uncles and it wasn't even like a close friend, just somebody I knew from school. Yeah. One of my friend's uncles went to Harvard and it was the biggest deal to me. I'm like, you went to Harvard. And the guy told me, he goes, I'll tell you what, you know, the secret is I got straight C's in Harvard. And I'm like, you got straight C's in Harvard? Didn't they kill you for that? And he goes, listen, kid, if you go to a great college, no one will ever ask you what your actual grades were. So <laughs> only, you know, he goes, and it's probably true. Yeah, goes, totally, totally. All I, t- all, I, all, all I tell people is that I'm a Harvard graduate. That's all I have to say, right? <laughs> so, so anyway, the point of this part of the story is my mom gets it in her mind that Hamad needs to go to the Evans Learning Center. Oh, man. Right? And learn a multitude of things. And I'm like, oh, man, not again. Now, I don't want to just sit here and, and, and wax negative, right? One thing they taught me, and I'm telling you, I still use it today. They taught me how to speed read. That's cool. That they did. They did. They definitely taught me how to speed read. I became a much better reader. So on that note, it, it was great. But 
here's what they did. And, of course, if they're still open, they're going to deny this if they ever hear this. But here's what they did. <laughs> Your entry test that you took yeah. was excruciatingly difficult, right? So I was in seventh grade, and the entry test they gave me was for, like, a junior in college, not even a junior in high school. Wow, okay. Right? It was impossible, right? And then, because, of course, they say come in and your kid can be tested for free. Right. So, so the test they give you is impossible. And then they say, wow, Hamad got a 31%. And my parents are like, oh, my God, he needs this. Oh, right? no, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's a total idiot. <laughs> Quick, here's and my so, checkbook. <laughs> so my mom goes back to working overtime to pay for the Evans Learning Center, right? Mm. And that, thankfully, wasn't the entire year, but it was literally like 12 or 16 weeks. It was uh, long man. enough. So this, this right? again, was like an after-school sort of thing, right? Yeah, it yeah. was an after-school thing at a location outside of the school. Okay, okay. And it, the bottom line is, at the end of 16 weeks, the exit test they gave you was like, David has a ball. Spell ball, right? It was ridiculous. Man. So of course, of course, I got a hundred on the exit. Right. Right. So now it looks like you went and from a thirty to a hundred. Low. Look at everything we did. Like, we made your son smarter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I and and my reason for mentioning these stories is the entire time, all those years from like third grade, fourth grade, all the way through high school. I kept telling my parents, when it counts, I will study. I'm telling you, I'm not remedial. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And finally, when I got to high school, they started to say, well, this is a pattern. He blows things off until he needs to study, <laughs> and then he does really well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and the whole believing in yourself thing about this podcast is just that I don't know, Jonathan, what would have happened if I actually believed I wasn't smart. Yeah, you know? seriously. Yeah, totally. I probably would have dropped out of high school, to be honest. Yeah. You know, and, and every single time some teacher said, you know, have you considered after school, blah, 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 programs, I'd be like, look, I'm not misunderstanding your teaching. I'm just bored by it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, for those people out there, I mean, I don't know. I want to get your opinion on this whole thing, because for those people out there, uh, you know, you have to have really thick skin when you do this. You have to really believe in yourself because you're going to get knocked down a lot. Yeah, you're going to have to really, and, go, really go against the current, maybe, you know, like, you know, and if, if someone's listening, I feel like you're the parent of a child with a disability or whatever, like you, you kind of have to fight for them too, because there's going to be so many people that are like, Oh, well, your child has this, so they should only do this or, you know, Oh, you, you know, or, or not even your child, but if it's you, like so many times I was told, well, blind people don't do that. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't care what the whole, you know, blind person, you know, constituency across the world does. Like, it doesn't mean I have to go in. I have to fit into that box. Like, I don't care if blind people don't do that. I'm going to do it. Like people, yeah, people, it, it, people yeah, think go it's, ahead, go ahead. people think it's insane that I can create and develop websites or, 
you know, that, that I do some of the other stuff that I do, like, how do you, you know, that I can build computers from scratch, that I can, I can repair, you know, software issues and computers. I even build my own operating system and people are just like, how do you, why, how, for, you know, first of all, what makes you even think of doing something like that is because I don't put a limit on myself. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean everything I try I'm good at, but I'm at least going to try to see if I can do it. Well, I'll tell you what, Johnson, I can't remember when you and I started talking, but it was a while ago. It yeah. was about a year, wasn't it? Oh, over a little that, probably, over a year? probably a year and a half now. Yeah, a year and a half to two years, yeah. right? And I never even think that you're blind. And, and people, I know I've mentioned this before, Jonathan has built and maintains all of my websites. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Not just Olympian Cloud Nine one, but all my company websites. Yeah, yeah, Hamal, and, yeah, Hamal and, call uh, me and be like, "Hey, the website's doing this." I'm like, "Oh, give me a minute," and I I just log in, I take care of it. He's like, "Oh, yeah, it's back up now." <laughs> and 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 I don't even think about it. And and people are like, "Dude, do you really have a blind guy doing your websites?" And I'm like, "Of course I do." So anyway, people, I just wanted to share this story with everyone out there, just to let them know that no one is going to be your cheerleader if you are not your own biggest cheerleader. Mm, yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. And and you've got to you've got to keep fighting every minute of every day whether you have a disability or not. But especially if you have one, you need to fight 50 50,000 times harder than someone who doesn't just to prove to people that you are able to yeah. do things. Yeah, no, right? Yeah, one thing I was going to say too is like don't let you know, other people define who you are. Like, Haman made a great point. Man, if I would have listened to those people in fourth grade, eighth grade, whatever, I, I would have dropped out of high school. I would have thought, oh, I, I am only capable of, like, remedial English work. Uh, you know, then he would have just, by the time he could have, he would have just dropped out of high school, and who knows where he'd be right now if he listened to everyone outside of himself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so on that note, people, that is a story for today. If you... Have kids that are slipping behind in school. Try to find out why. I mean, remember, Albert Einstein flunked math, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, he's, and he's Albert Einstein. <laughs> so anything is possible. Just find out what they need to help them thrive. I think that is the most important thing when you're trying to raise kids, I think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Cool, man. So that's the story for today. All right, everyone, so if you wanted to, you know, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, uh, YouTube. We also have 59 Seconds of Cloud9 up on iTunes, Google Play. Um, so you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and thank you all for listening and downloading. We, you know, the numbers continue to grow, so we thank you so much for that. And don't forget to check out toysaccessible.com. Uh, again, all the toys there are built specifically for children with various types of disabilities and needs, and these toys are built taking those needs into consideration. So check out toysaccessible.com. Absolutely. If you want to say hi to us, please reach out to us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. Info at limpingoncloud9.com. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya. <laughs>